Hey, hey, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Kristen. I'm so glad you're with me today. I am just returning from just over a week in Hawaii with my husband. It was such a wonderful getaway. It was uh, so needed. I feel like I really had time to rest and renew myself. And let's be honest, it's always great when you don't have to cook for an entire week. We were in a hotel room, so there was no you know, real kitchen. But uh, I'm back and I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. And so today we're going to dive into what is prayer? What is worship? What does that look like? And can it look different for all of us? And so that's what we're going to dig into today. Welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman, a podcast designed for Christian women eager to deepen their faith and shine God's light in every aspect of their lives. Each week, we'll delve into practical strategies, inspiring stories, and biblical wisdom to equip you with the tools you need to navigate life's challenges and grow deeper in your faith. From finding calm in the chaos, forming deep Christian friendships, to everyday ways to connect with God, we'll cover it all. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I'm an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Let's be encouraged in our everyday lives as we let our faith guide us, fuel us, and fill us with God's incredible peace, wisdom, and joy in our lives. Okay, before we jump into today's conversation, I did want to let you know that if you jump on over to faithfueledwoman.com, I am going to be sharing a free 15-day devotional with you that I have put together. So it's 15 days um, devotion. Uh, There's some ideas with each of them, and then there's a page for reflection and then scripture to go with each of the days. So I would love for you to go over and get it. It's called Joyful Living, and it will be available um, by this Friday. So if you sign up now, I'll send it to you as soon as it comes out, or you can sign up next week. But uh, I'm giving that away for free, and I would love for you to have it. And I just hope it encourages you in your faith walk. So check out faithfieldwoman.com. And just sign up for my email, and then I will tag you to get that freebie as soon as it comes out on Friday. All right, here we go. Here we go. So I wanted to talk about what is prayer and what is worship. And what I mean by that is, of course, you know, sitting quietly and praying to God and, you know, reading scripture, right? We can all say those are a form of worship. But what else is a form of worship, a form of prayer? And I think early on in this podcast, I talked about this before, but it was it was probably one of my first episodes. And I think we're nearing 300 um, episodes on this podcast. So I want to talk about it again, because I think it's important to remind ourselves that so much of what we do and how we live our day, how we go about our day can be worship. So, and that's really what we're called to do. It's we're called to be in relationship with God and we're also called to just be constantly, you know, in worship and in thankfulness to God and, you know, just have like an open line of communication. And so I wanted to share this excerpt with you and it's by Joan Chittister. She's an author lecturer in monastic way or the monastic way. And actually One of my great aunts, this was in a Christmas card from her many years ago. She's um, no longer with us, but she sent this in her Christmas card, a a Xeroxed copy of this prayer that Joan Chittister wrote. And here's what it says. The question is not whether or not God is with us. The concern is whether or not we're really with God, aware of God, open to God's actions in our life, alert to the presence of God in this moment, whatever its nature, however it feels. To be forever alone, even in prayer, is not holiness. We must pray for the needs of the entire world that God created. 
Otherwise, what we are calling prayer is simply spiritual narcissism. There is no magic in prayer. The magic lies only in our willingness to do ourselves what we pray for. Make peace, show love, do justice, show mercy, work hard, be patient, do unto others what you would have others do unto you. And she goes on to say, prayer is not only words. Sometimes words get in the way. Prayer is silence. It is dance. It is poetry. It is song. It is tears. It is laughter. Then little by little, it becomes life. That is so beautiful. And I see why my great aunt Xeroxed that and put it in her Christmas letters so many years ago. And I have held on to it ever since because it it truly spoke to me and I loved so much Joan's words. And so I just want to dig into that a little bit. You know, first of all, how important it is that we don't just pray for what we want or what we think we need. You know, of course, there's time, there's time for those things, but they were praying for other people's needs, right? The the idea that we're um, praying for others, we're praying for people in our life, we're praying for our um, leaders, we're praying for our, you know, churches, our pastors, that we're praying for the people that are hurting, that we're praying for the world and where hard things are happening, that we're praying for God to work his miracles where there's darkness and evil in the world. So we're called one to pray for these other things, because as we know, uh, the community of believers praying together, right? It matters, you know, that belief in, in praying for those things has great power and impact. And so we have to remember that it's not just, we're not solo praying. I mean, even if we're by ourselves, it is this um, symphony of all of us praying for these things and shifting, you know, if you will, the, that, um, just the power of God, right? The power of the Holy Spirit. And so that's really important. And I think she makes such a great point about that. And then the next thing is it's, well, so really she's making three points, right? One, it's not just to pray for what it is that we need because we need to be praying for all the other things happening and the people in our lives. But then two is prayer. We're not just supposed to pray for things and then expect God to do everything. He expects us to take action and to do things where we're able, you know, and we're called right to show love and do justice. We're called to show mercy. We're called to work hard, to be good craftsmen, if you will. And we're called to care for people and to be hospitable. And so the question is, in our lives, are we doing those things? And, you know, those things are a form of worship. If we're showing up with a, you know, we're showing up in love, if we're showing up the heart of gladness, if we're showing up to give glory to God in this, in what we're doing, then we are, in fact, worshiping God, right? We're worshiping God with our actions, but also with where our heart is focused and how we're showing up and helping the world. That we're not just waiting for God to do something, that we're showing up and being his hands and his feet, if you will. And then the third thing, right? The third kind of point she makes that is prayer is not only words. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to forget this. I know some of us might think, oh, well, worship, right? Worship songs, worship music. That's that's a type of worship. And absolutely it is. But it's also, you know, in a quiet walk, right? And just feeling the connection to God or or speaking to him quietly in our mind. It's, you know, dancing and just finding the joy, right? And the way he allows our, or, I mean, made our bodies to move. It's in being in all of his creation. Like the sun sets, 
or the clouds passing over the mountain. It's just taking notice of everything he's created and just how good it is. And it's also the other things that the author mentioned in that that, uh, poem. It's in our tears, we're speaking to God. In our laughter, in our joy, our, our gratefulness, in our thankfulness. And I love that she ends it with this. And then little by little, it becomes life. Because at the end of the day, the way that we pray to God, the way we worship God, and the way that we are in relation with God is that we make him part of our life in our moments, in our days, in our waking hours, and as we go to sleep. And so I think what's so important is it's being aware of God, as she mentioned. It's um, being in the presence of God and knowing that it's being present in our day with our intention to bring him with us, to, to for him to participate in our lives. That is how we worship him most fully. It's that we don't just put it aside and say, I have five minutes to worship God or I'm doing it, you know, I'm praying and worshiping before I go to bed and on Sundays um, when I'm doing church. It's that we're continuously uh, being in connection, being in relationship with him. And that's how we truly worship God. That's how we truly pray is that we continue to pray throughout our day. We continue to give thanks and, you know, give um, gratitude towards God for all the things in our life, all the things that he's created in this world, you know, for the goodness, for kindness um, that people show on us, kindness he shows on us, and that we show up in the world and do the same, that we're showing up and, you know, being people that bring people together. We're being people that show people kindness and mercy, that we're showing up to help others, that we're loving our neighbors, but we're also loving ourselves and we are showing up to serve others, but we're doing it with a grateful heart. We're doing it with the heart of Jesus. And so really today, I just want to come on and say, you know, how are you worshiping? How are you praying? And are you showing up and being aware of God, aware of God in your life, aware of how God's working things for your good, whether it's through opportunities or people that you're connecting with, you know, some of those divine um, moments, if you will, are you aware of just all the beauty that's all around you, everything that was created, right, in creation? Are you aware of that we, he gives us rest, he gives us renewal, you know, in his word, but also in the way he created the days, right, the seasons, the, you know, night and day, uh, seven days a week, and once for rest, the Sabbath. And so, If we actually pay attention, if we're aware of God, if we're aware of how God designed us, how he created the earth and everything around us, and then if we're aware of how he designed us to live, which is through slowing down, being more intentional by living in community, you know, connection with other people, by showing up in love and letting go of fear and worry, and instead knowing that God is here for us and that his promises are still as true today as they ever were. That's how we show up praying and worshiping God. That's how we show up in doing life with him. And so to me, this poem was just so beautiful. And I, I literally had to dig around for it for about 15 or 20 minutes because I saw it about a week ago and I couldn't find it. And I was like, I know I have it, but I found it. So I'm going to read it to you one more time because I think it's just so lovely and I will uh, end with that today. Okay, so it's by Joan Chittister and it said, the question is not whether or not God is with us. The concern is whether or not we are really with God. 
aware of God, open to God's actions in our life. Alert to the presence of God in this moment, whatever its nature, however it feels. To be for ourselves alone, even in prayer, is not holiness. We must pray for the needs of the entire world that God created. Otherwise, what we are calling prayer is simply spiritual narcissism. There is no magic in prayer. The magic lies only in our willingness to do ourselves what we pray for. Make peace, show love, do justice, show mercy, work hard, be patient, do unto others as what you would have done others do unto you. Prayer is not only words. Sometimes words get in the way. Prayer is silence. It is dance. It is poetry. It is a song. It is tears. It is laughter. Then, little by little, it becomes life. So I hope as you go into your day and into your week, you remember that in everything you do, it can be a type of worship. It can be prayer. It can be conversation and communion, whether you're speaking words or you just have something on your heart or you're communicating through tears or laughter or movement or silence. In all of those, you are communicating something to the Most High. So that's it for today. And as I mentioned at the beginning, if you would like to get my new uh, 15-day devotional, go ahead and go to faithfieldwoman.com. Sign up for my email, and I will send that to you as soon as I get it finished. I am about done but it will be coming out on Friday. So sign up now and I'll get it to you as soon as it comes out. Or if you sign up after uh, this week, then it'll already be ready to go and you can download it immediately. So go check that out. It's going to be called Joyful Living. So it's 15 days of devotions and reflections to help you find more joy in Thanks your again day. for listening to the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could take a minute to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast because it helps our show get discovered by more people. And if you'd like to be encouraged in your faith and in your life, go on to kristenfitch.com and sign up to get my newsletter. I have lots of freebies and lots of inspiration and encouragement that'll be coming your way. And I would love it if you joined part of our community. 